0: Alhamdulillah, hamdan kathiran, doyiban, mubarakan feeh, kama yuhibu rabbuna wa yarudha. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. An-Nasihu al-Amin. Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ana alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. وممتسكا بسنته الى يوم الدين ثم اما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الاسلام والسنة all oh, praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah حدثني جَمَاعةٌ من الشيوخ باسناد كل الى سفيان بن عيينه عن عمرو بن دينار عن ابي قابوس عن عبد الله بن عمرو بن العاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما and then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam called, Arrahimuna, Yeruhemu humu rahman, Erohemu menfil ard, Yeruhem kun menfis sama. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said in his tremendous hadith that those who are merciful, they will be shown mercy by the most merciful. Be merciful and show mercy, and be merciful to those who are in the earth, and the one who is above the heavens, he will show you mercy. The ulama, they used to mention this hadith, and this would be the first hadith that they would teach their pupils. This hadith is Musalsal uh, Bil They will mention the reason why they will teach their students this hadith first was to point out and to highlight a tremendous lesson, and that is that ilm, as the ulama they mentioned, knowledge is mercy. Results of knowledge is mercy in this world And the ultimate goal of knowledge is mercy in the hereafter We reach the next and the final hadith In this tremendous collection of hadith By Imam and Nawi ta'ala And that is the hadith عن أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه قَال سَمِعْتُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عليه وسلم يقول He said, I heard the messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying, call Allahu ta'ala, that Allah the Most High, he said, Yabna Adam, in Naka mada outani, what a joutani, refer to leka ala makana minka, ubali, that all child of Adam, here this is for the male and the female. This encompasses both males and females. That old child of Adam, if you were to call upon me and invoke me, if you were to have hope and you called upon me out of hope invoking me, I will forgive you no matter what you have with you from sins and I will not mind. This hadith is a hadith that I don't believe any one of us, anyone who, my voice it reaches them, except that they should feel extremely happy and hopeful to hear this because there's not a single one from amongst us except that we are in need for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us because we have with us sins and transgressions. We have with us actions that are unbefitting, We have with us things that we have done that we should not have done. So I don't think there's a single one from amongst us except that we are in need of the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And that Allah ta'ala He forgives us But I want you to reflect now And to pay attention Here To what Allah ta'ala He is saying in his hadith This hadith That is a hadith that is qudsi Allah ta'ala He says O child of Adam There is not a single one of you That verily If one of you Verily if you were to call upon me And to invoke me I will forgive you No matter what you have with you From sins And I will not mind Ya adam Allowed to Ta'ala, he goes on to say, O child of Adam, Lo Belawat, the oh O child of Adam, even if your sins, even if your sins were to be so enormous that they will if they were to be piled and stacked up on one another, that they will reach anana, sana, anana sama, that they will reach the clouds in the sky and then you were to ask for my forgiveness you were to make istighfar and ask that I forgive you except that I will forgive you I want you to reflect on that even if we brought so much sins that if they were to be stacked one on top of another that they will reach all the way up into the clouds in the sky They will reach all the way up to the clouds of the sky. And then you ask that I forgive you, except that I will forgive you. Yabna Adam, O child of Adam, be it male or female, O child of Adam, If you came to me with nearly the amount of the earth, filled with sins, if you came to me with enough sins that can fill the earth, that's a lot of sins, if you came to me with enough sins that would nearly fill up the earth, but you came to me And you did not associate anything whatsoever with me as a partner in worship That I will meet you with the like of it of forgiveness So if we came to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we had sins that nearly filled up the earth that it nearly filled the earth. However, we did not associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We did not worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We did not make dua to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We did not slaughter in the name of anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we made absolutely no polytheism, no shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatsoever, then we will be forgiven, even though we have come with this great amount of sin. This hadith is a hadith that's been collected by Imam At-Turmadi, and is a hadith that is authentic. قَالَ Sheikh Abdul Muhsin Al-Abbad Al-Badr may Allah ta'ala honor him mentions he says this hadith is the last Hadith the hadiths that Al-Nawawi may Allah ta'ala have mercy on him included in his 40 He said this is the final hadith that Imam al Nawi he brings from the ahadith from those ahadith that he narrates and he collects inside of his 40 hadith or in his book the 40, meaning the 40 hadith. وَقَدْ زَادَتْ عَنَ الْأَرُبَعِينَ حَدِيثَينَ And he brought two more hadith, over 40. So there are 42 hadith in total inside of Imam Novi's collection of authentic hadith. The Shaykh, he says, فَيَكُونُ إِطْلَاقُ الْأَرُبَعِينَ مِنْ تَغْلِيبِ He said, so we find that the expression of the word 40, has been utilized to the book and has been used in reference to the book from the standpoint of what is predominant. Na'am. Because overwhelmingly, there are 40 hadith. Although there are two more in addition, but predominantly, there are 40 hadith. So, therefore, as opposed to saying the 42 hadith of Imam An Nawi, it is referred to as the 40 hadith of Imam An Nawi. But they collected therein two more hadith, two more hadith. Which makes it 42 in totality. In any event, وَهُوَ مِنْ أَحَدِيثِ الْقُدْسِ And this is from the ahadith that are qudsi. أَلَّتِي يَرْوِيهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ عَنْ رَبِّهِ تَبَارُكُ وَتَّعَالَ These are from the ahadith that the Prophet sallallahu wasallam he narrates them upon his Lord, the Most High, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This hadith is a hadith, again, that it should make us extremely happy and hopeful. However, at the same time, it is not meant that it makes us negligent such that we feel that no matter what we do, we're going to be forgiven no matter what. Because, as the ulema, they mentioned, the sins, in particular the kabair, that the sins, the dhunub, they are from baril kufr They are from the postcards of disbelief. And as we know, iman, it rises and it decreases. It rises with obedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it decreases with disobedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as the ulama, they mentioned, the imams of the past, they mentioned that the iman, it could go down it can go down until nothing remains from it. la until nothing whatsoever remains from it. So we have to be careful. We have to be careful of sin. the sin. The, the poet he mentions, he says, And do not underestimate, do not deem as insignificant the little sin, the minor sin, because verily, the mountain ranges, they are a collection of smaller rocks. They are a collection of smaller rocks. So it is possible that an individual could destroy themselves by deeming as being insignificant the small sins. They can compile against you until they destroy you. Now, as is mentioned, it's like a grain of sand. If one person takes a grain of sand and he puts it inside your hand, now you say this is nothing. It's a grain of sand. It's nothing. Now, they put two, three, four, five, huh? you'll say, oh, it's nothing, it's little, it's little, it's little. However, the reality of it is, is that if you put enough grains of sand on a person, if you take a whole dump truck full of sand and you empty it out upon a person, then it what? It would kill the person. It would destroy the person. It would smother the person. So sins, by themselves, okay, a person may say it's minor, but collectively, it will destroy you. And also, do not look at the smallness of the sin, but look at the greatness of the one in which you have disobeyed. So don't look at the smallness of the disobedience, but look at the greatness of the one whom you have disobeyed, because you have disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So never look down upon any sin. However, the reality of the fact is, as Allah Ta'ala, he has said in this narration, that if the son of Adam were to come, as the Sheikh, he mentions, he says, Al-Khitabu, في الحديث لبني ادم who is being addressed in the hadith are the children of adam these are the ones who are being addressed وهو مشتمل على ان من اسباب الْمَغْفِرَةِ الذنوب and i want you to pay very close attention because in this hadith we see very clearly mentioned that some key components and things that are needed in order for the sins to be forgiven in order that we are forgiven our sins, then, one, they are the dua, dua Allah, that we ask Allah, we make dua, we call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so if we want our sins to be forgiven, we have to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa raja'ahu and maghfirata al-dhunub, and we have to hope and invoke Allah, that he forgives us, and we have to have hope, that Allah Ta'ala, He will forgive us. Now We have to have hope that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will forgive us and be hopeful that we will be forgiven by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for our sins. These things are important. We have to ask Allah and have hope that we will be forgiven by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And thus we invoke Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And we have to ask that Allah forgives us for them. Now We can't just do the sin and say, oh, so it's fine, I'll be forgiven. But you never asked Allah to forgive you. We didn't have hope that Allah will forgive you. You didn't ask Allah to forgive you. You never made istighfar. So it is important, and it shows us the importance of al-istighfar. And also, al ikhlas lillah. And we have to be sincere until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, implement the tawheed. Naam. If you want our sins to be forgiven, because all of these key components, they come here, and they are illustrated here in this narration, in this hadith. Hadith al-Qudsi. Naam. salama min al-shirk. And we have to be free from polytheism. We have to be free from polytheism. These things are extremely important components if we want our sins to be forgiven. So now the question comes, what does it mean to forgive sins? What is the meaning of the forgiveness of sins? The sheikh mentions, he says, al and the meaning of sins being forgiven anil It means that they will be hidden from the creation. How many of us accept that we love that our sins be hidden? No one wants to do a sin and then is out there for the world to see. Meaning, no one in their right mind should want to do a sin and then is out there for the world to see. So this is a reminder which shows us the irrational behavior of individuals who would broadcast their sins online. Individuals who would broadcast their sins on the internet. On whatever platform it may be. It shows you this is irrational. This doesn't make sense. This is not in good sense that an individual would expose their sins and show it to the world. For everyone to see exactly how sinful they are and the sins that they do. Anyone who does this is a person that has poor judgment. Is a person that is intellectually challenged. Is an individual that is acting in a most unrational manner. That they will expose themselves. Because to have the sins forgiven, to have this, they have for the sins, then it means that Allah Ta'ala, he will hide the sins. He will hide the sins. We will not be exposed, but he will hide the sins. Na'am? Wa Na'am, anha. And that Allah Ta'ala He will overlook them. He will hide them and then overlook them. وَلَا يُعَاقَبُوا. وَلَا يُعَاقِبُوا and that He will not punish us for them. For them. That Allah Ta'ala He will not punish us for them. We will not be punished for the sin. This is what it means to have the for your sin. So this is what we are asking Allah for, to forgive us, to pardon us. Na'am. To forgive us for the sin so that it is overlooked, it is hidden, and we are not punished. And to pardon us from the sin so that it is not even mentioned to us and we find the forgiveness for the sin and that it is hidden from the people and we are not exposed for the evil that we have done. The Sheikh says, He said, Oh, son of Adam, if you were to ask me, call upon me and to invoke me and to ask me to forgive you, then I will forgive you no matter what you have with you from sins the Shaykh mentions, the supplication of the slave. رَبَّهُ That when a slave supplicates to his Lord, الذُّنُوب To ask for his sins to be forgiven. And they have hope that Allah Ta'ala, He will forgive them without having any type of despair. They do not despair whatsoever from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are not tricked by the shaitan into believing that they are not eligible to be forgiven and thus subsequently will not be forgiven by Allah. No. No matter what you have done, and I want each and every person to pay very close attention to this, especially the youth and those who have become over uh, they have yani, been overcome by sin and transgression. They have become they have been overcome by evil that they have been doing never feel despair from the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Na'im. but have hope that allah ta'ala he will forgive you make tawbah into allah truly repent unto allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we'll come shortly to see what are those key components that are needed for repentance but repent unto allah ask that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives you have hope that allah ta'ala will forgive you do not despair in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and bithni Allah ta'ala, you will have your sins forgiven. Naam? So whoever he does, he does this ma'a attawbah min al-dhunub. Yahsulu bihi min Allah ta'ala al-maghfiratu walaw'adhumat al-dhunub. wa watakarrarat, that whoever does this, and they make tawbah into Allah, then Allah the Most High, He will forgive them. He will forgive them even if this sin is great. Even if they did, was a major sin. It was a great sin. You are eligible to be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So never despair, but ask that Allah ta'ala forgive you. Repent unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you were to ask Allah to forgive you and repent unto Allah, no matter how big the sin, no matter how big the sin, no matter how numerous, no matter how numerous the sin was, naam, what And no matter how many times you kept doing it, no matter how big it was, no matter how great it was, and no matter how many times you kept repeating it, ask Allah to forgive you and be hopeful in finding the forgiveness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Make tawbah, repent unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and you will be forgiven. And Allah Ta'ala, he says, Uh the Shaykh he mentions, he says, And for this, he said, Allah ta'ala, he said, Ala ma kana minka ubali." No matter whatever you have with you from sin, no matter how great, how much, how many times you repeat it, how many times you did it, I will forgive you and I won't mind. I will forgive you, ubali. and I won't even won't won't even mind. When Hada, the Shaykh he mentions, he says, and what is similar to this. Allah Taala is Allah, is Allah statement inside of the Quran is Allah Taala speech inside of the Quran. where Allah Taala He says, O oh my slaves, those who have transgressed against their selves, who have transgressed against their souls, do not despair from the mercy of Allah. Do not despair from the mercy of Allah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ جَمِيعًا Because verily Allah he forgives all sins إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Verily he is the all forgiven The one who was most merciful to the believing slaves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's saying oh you Muslims out there oh believers No matter what you have done No matter what you have done All oh, you believers who have transgressed against your souls O oh, you believers who have done sins and transgressions. O oh, you believers who have done nasty and despicable things. Do not give up hope. Do not despair from the mercy of Allah. Verily Allah forgives all sins. Verily he is the all forgiven. The one who was most merciful to the believers. This ayah it comes in Surah Azumar and it's verse 53. So it is incumbent and it is a must that we re- that we remind ourselves of this reality. No matter what you have done for sin, you have time, bidnilahi ta'ala. As long as you're still alive, as long as the sun has not risen from its place of setting, as long as your soul has not reached the collarbone, you have time, bidnilahi ta'ala, to repent unto Allah and to have your sins forgiven, to be forgiven for your sins in which you have done. So repent unto Allah. Ask Allah ta'ala to forgive you and never give up hope. Never lose hope. Ya ibadullah. Ya abdullah. Ya amatullah, never lose hope from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Shaykh says, Waqalo, and Allah's statement, Ya Adam, or oh, child of Adam. And again, Ya Adam, son of Adam, was meant there also, the banat, the the, the, the daughters. So it's for the children, male or female, is applicable to both of them, Now, whether it's a male or female. Law balagat, dhunubuka anana if your sins were to reach the clouds, تني, and then you ask for me to forgive you, you make istighfar, I will forgive you. Subhanallah, you see the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if our sin reached all the way up, you stack it up together, all the way up to the sky, until reach, and it reaches the, the clouds. The Sheikh says, well, لو, لو الابد, Even if the, the sins of the slave they were to become numerous عنان السناء, عنان السماء, Even if they were to reach the clouds of the, the sky and they reached the clouds. أَيْ بلغت السماء, Meaning they reached the sky. Even if they reached all the way to the sky. أَوْدُونَ Or a little before that, كالصحاب, Meaning like they reached the, 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 the clouds. نعم. أَوْ مَا يَبَلُغُهُ or they reach until the furthest a person could look and see from the uh, uh and yani what is above them if they reach the 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 clouds or they reach the sky or they reach as far as the eye can see above them and then فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَىٰ تِلْكَ الذُّنُوبَ عَنْهَا He said, even if the slave, their sins were to reach this extent, this height, and then there came from them, they came from the slave that they asked Allah to forgive them, coupled with repentance from all of the sins that they have done, Then verily, Allah the Most High, He will forgive them for those sins and overlook them. He will forgive them for those sins and overlook them. Subhanallah. Subhanallah, this hadith, it should make all of our day. This hadith should make our day. Wallah. By Allah, this hadith should make our day. Because it shows us that what? It's still time to change everything. To change that bad situation and to make it good. There's still time to rebound. There's still time to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's still time to get our sins forgiven. Well, no matter what you have done, it's not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad that it won't be forgiven. Ask Allah to forgive you. Allah ta'ala he will forgive you. Make repentance unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala he will accept your repentance, ta'ala. The sheikh he mentions he says, What tauba bil He said, and repentance it is established by leaving off the sin. You cease and desist from the sin. You stop. You stop doing the sin. Naem that you abandon it. What ala mafat and that you have remorse for that in which you have done. And you have a resolve that in the future you will not return back to doing the sin. Now, I want you to pay very close attention to the expressions that are used. Is that you have a firm resolve? that you will not return to the sin in the future. It did not say that you do not return to the sin in the future. No. You have the firm resolve that you do not return to the sin in the future, which means that what is possible, you might do the sin again. And it goes back to what was aforementioned, the sheikh he mentioned, he said what? what and even if you keep doing it, nah. so you might do it again in the future, but at the time that you make repentance, you have the resolve, you're not going to do it again. You're not making repentance saying I'm going to do it again tomorrow. You're not making repentance for going to the club on Friday saying, but you know what? I'm going to go to the club on Saturday. You're not making repentance for leaving the club, stumbling out the club on Saturday morning saying or Sunday morning, what have you, saying, you know what? I'm going to go to the club next week. But I'm make repentance right now. No. You have a resolve. You're not going back. You have a resolve. You're not going to do it again. You have a resolve. You're not going to return to those ways. You make that firm resolve. but. After six months, after a year, after, after you know, two years, six years, whatever, you may return back to it. You may do it again. You may fall back into it. But if you fall back into it again, what do you do? You repeat the steps of repentance. You repent again. And you repent again. And you repent again. And you'll keep repenting. And you keep asking a lot to forgive you. And you'll keep trying to do what's right and bringing righteous good deeds. And every time you slip up, you repent. Every time you mess up, you repent. Every time you slip up and mess up, you repent. And you try over again. You try harder. You, you live your life like this. You keep trying harder to do good. You mess up, then you get back up. You try, you try to do good. You try to do good. You try to good do to, to to do good. You repent. You ask Allah to forgive you. And if you mess up, then you repent again and ask Allah to forgive you again. And you keep trying to do good and increase and write your good deeds. This is the way the believer. Now, this is how the believer is. So it's coming that we understand that. So it doesn't mean that you never do it again because you might do it again. It means that you have the resolve that you're not going to do it again. You intend that. Okay, that's it. I'm not going to do this no more. Okay. All right. Like, and then. The Shaykh he mentions, he says, ثلاثة, and with these three conditions of repentance, for in And if this sin, as relates to a sin, a person a, they they sin against Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and this particular sin has an expiation, this particular sin it has an expiation. Then the person it has to come with that that which is an expiation for it. So in order to be forgiven, they have to repent to Allah, ask Allah to forgive them. They have to bring the three uh the, 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 the three conditions that were aforementioned, along with that thing which is the expiation. So they have to bring forth the expiation for that sin. Wa in fi and if it is connected to the rights of a human being, Edda Haku then. They have to return their rights unto them or they ask them to pardon them in the event like they are not able to return their rights to them. Then they ask that they pardon them uh, uh for, you know, for what they have done. Now, if you do these aforementioned conditions for the sin, then this is what will constitute this is what will constitute repentance. Now, if you bring forth these four conditions, then this is what constitutes repentance unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Shaykh he says, وقوله, and his statement, O oh child of Adam, if you came to me with nearly the earth amount of sin, with sin that was near enough to fill up the whole earth thumma لَقِيتَنِي la but then you came to me and you did not associate anything with me whatsoever as a partner with me la بِقْرَابِهَا bi then i will meet you or bring or yani then, then yani then i will meet you with the like of it of forgiveness naam that you will be forgiven so this shows us the danger of polytheism. It shows us the danger of shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The shaykh, he mentions, he says, shirk billah, that making acts of polytheism with Allah azzawajal, la yawfiruhu allah. This is a sin that Allah does not forgive. Allah forgives every sin except for polytheism. Na'am? Meaning that what? If a person, they meet Allah with polytheism on the day of judgment, then they are finished. They are finished. Allah Ta'ala, he makes it very clear. He does not forgive um, polytheism. However, this is the question and what we have to understand. Does this mean a polytheist, does this mean that a mushrik, they can't repent? Does this mean a mushrik can't repent? No. No. A mushrik can repent. If a person was living their life upon shirk, they were a disbeliever. They were a statue worshiper. Or they, they used to worship Jesus. Or they used to worship Mary. Or they used to worship the sun, the star, the moons, a cow, a rock, a tree, whatever. They used to worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah guides them to Islam. And they accept Islam. Does that mean that they will never be forgiven because of the shirk that they did in Jahiliyyah? No. Not at all. Because entering to Islam, it will destroy everything that they have done before, even the shirk. Naam. If a person falls into shirk and they re- make repentance unto Allah Ta'ala and leave off that shirk, they leave off the polytheism, and and, 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 and they implement the tawhid, they'll be forgiven. Naam. They'll be forgiven. However, it's clear, but if a person is a mushrik and they meet Allah as a mushrik, they meet Allah as a polytheist, there's no forgiveness for them. There's no forgiveness for them. Okay. Inshallah ta'ala, that, that makes sense. If not uh, leave a comment or a, a, a message, inshallah ta'ala, we could further explain, inshallah ta'ala, for those who need a further explanation. But it ta'ala, that makes sense to the people, okay? In any event, the shaykh, he mentions, he says, that shirk, Allah ta'ala, he does not forgive it. could But every sin that is less than shirk than it is ...under the, the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. عفا عنها عفا عن صاحبه uh, ولم يعذبه That if he wishes, if Allah ta'ala chooses, ...he will forgive the person who done a sin, ...who has committed a sin that is less than shirk, ...and he will not punish them. And if he wishes, if Allah ta'ala chooses... He will enter. He will uh, punish that person and enter them into the fire. But they will not remain therein forever. Like the disbelievers shall remain therein forever. But they will. It is a must that they will leave out of the fire and enter into the jannah. Why? Because it's so he that they have with them. Nam. So they have done sins that were less than shirk, less than polytheism. Then, if Allah wills, He will punish them, or if Allah wills, He will forgive them. Nam. However, if it's if it's if if it's shirk, no, they're not eligible to be forgiven. If they meet Allah with shirk They're not eligible to be forgiven تعالى, As Allah the Most High He said But Allah does not forgive That partners be associated with him in worship But he forgives sins less than that To whom he pleases Allah Ta'ala He says this in Surah An-Nisa Two places, two times Now They're in two verses In Surah An-Nisa And in Bayanu and Lunob Lobelarat Wa Kethurat That if a if the sin is is uh, is numerous naam wellat wa wa kefera naam ma bela that if they are numerous and they are extremely 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 numerous for in Allah Ta'ala Ya taja wezu anha bisher uh Bisharuba if they are extremely numerous, that Allah will forgive them under the condition under the condition العبد, that that the slave is لله, that the slave has singled out Allah alone with all of his worship that they worship Allah and Allah alone به, and that they are free From associating partners with Allah That they are free from all types and all forms And all types of polytheism That if they fulfill this condition Then they will be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ultimately They will be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And no person of Tawheed will stay in hell forever Even if they have to go to hell for a short period of time Due to what they have done Ultimately they will be forgiven by Allah and remove from the hellfire and enter into, into the Jannah. This hadith has a number of takeaways. From the takeaways of this hadith, is the first one the Shaykh mentions. He says, wa ibadi. That the, it shows us the extensiveness of the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in that in, in, in His forgiveness for the sins of His slaves. The second takeaway we get from this hadith, min asbab that from the causes and, yani for the sins to be forgiven, du'a is to call upon Allah, borojahu is to call upon Allah and have hope in Allah without any type of despair. Then the third point of benefit that we gain from the hadith, al-fadl al it shows us. The superiority of asking Allah to forgive us, w- coupled with repentance. Wa taala yaqfiru wa ما بلغ that Allah He will forgive those who ask for forgiveness for their sins, even or despite how much and how numerous. The sins may be. (inaudible) Na'am. وَلَوْ بَلَغَتْ فِي الْكَثْرَةِ مَا بَلَغَتْ Even if there are Allah, 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 Allah. Allah Ta'ala, He will forgive those who ask for His forgiveness, um, seeking that He will forgive them, and those who make repentance unto Him. The fourth point of benefit that we get from this particular hanith and takeaway, أن الشرق (inaudible) بالله who are them that polytheism with Allah, then this is a, this is a sin that is not forgivable. But that which is other than that, then it is under the will of Allah. If He chooses, He will punish them. If He chooses, He will forgive them. And the fifth and final point of benefit that we get from this particular Hani, al Allah it shows us the superiority of true monotheism and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He shall forgive due to it the sins. This hadith is a hadith that should bring all, all of us joy and a hadith that should encourage us to repent unto Allah and to ask that He forgive us. And we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, that. He gives all of us the success in doing that in which he loves and that which he is pleased with. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا